I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Free kick. Williams will take the right side. The right side free kick. It's about halfway inside the, the Everton halves. Everyone's gone forward. Everton have got everyone back. It's floated into the mix. Ball bounces down. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, Thrice, welcome to the den. What have you been doing on your Saturday afternoon all summer time? I've been to Big Q, I've been to Sainsbury's. Well, this afternoon, dear listeners, here I am at Zampa Road for the return of championship football action to the Dan Millwall versus Preston North End. Decent crowd in the house. Uh, Coldplay Lane looks pretty full. As is the Docker stand opposite. I believe the away support is about 1,100, so I'm expecting a decent crowd. Alongside me, I've got Mr. Mickey Simpson, ex-fan on the ball. Hello, Mick. Uh, good afternoon, listeners. Rather faint um, rendition of... Let them come, let them come. Today's Mill team sees new summer signing Frank Fielding in goal. Uh, across the back line, we've got Marlon Romeo, we've got Jake Cooper and Alex Pierce, newly designated club captain. Uh, and in left back position, I, I would guess, will be Murray Wallace. Across the middle, controversially, some might say, Sean Williams, but certainly not controversially with Ben Thompson on the wing. The, the, the star of the show, the man that I'm interested in seeing, Conor Mahoney. I'd imagine Jed Wallace up front will be new signing Matthew Smith and um, old hand Aidan O'Brien in a more overt striking role it'll be interesting to see how that shapes up for Aidan I've never really thought of him as a, as a winger I've never thought he's had the, uh, the crossing ability but I do believe he's got the nose for goal of a real striker so it's up to him big opportunity big chance to, uh, to seize the position and, and make it his own 
certainly a summer of uh, change at the day. It was dizzying the number of signings. You could almost, uh, you know, hard to keep track of the ins and the outs at, at, at certain stages. But today's lineup is um, reminiscent of um, the teams last of last season, albeit one or two dotted, sprinkled with one or two, um, you know, bits of stardust. We hope in Conor Mahoney. Lions turn out in their new kit, dark blue uh, bodies, white sleeves, white shorts, <coughs> blue stockings. And today Preston are um, in a, a kind of a, a Green Bay Packers outfit of green shirts and yellow shorts and stockings. Last season, of course, Preston took us apart quite quickly in, the, in a, an awful game. 3-0 down inside 20 minutes, as I recall, so we're hoping for better than that today. And despite our new sponsorship from Husky Chocolate, Forgive my husky voice because I've had a touch of the, uh, the man flu all week. So um, I may cough and sputter at certain critical moments of today's proceedings. So forgive me that, dear listeners. It's going to be Mill to kick off. Sean Williams will begin proceedings. A little buzz about the place. The buzz of optimism. Will it, co- it is a buzz of optimism, Mick. Will it come back to bite us on the bum? We hope not. Away we go. sense of enthusiasm around the place Mick throwing inside the first minute with Marlon Romeo on the right side of the Preston half Marlon just can't control the return ball's gone for a Preston throwing it wouldn't be a new season without the FA fine Mick that we wouldn't start a new season without coming a cropper with the FA it's a little flick on there for Aidan O'Brien on the right side ball across the box hesitation from the goal put behind our full on the left hand side one minute on the clock Little ball in from the right hand side, Bain O'Brien. £10,000 fine from the FA. Mate, do you know what? I was, I, I've been looking through different fines for the same rules, yeah. and there was a, a, a non league club, what was fine, where a load of players got taken off the pitch through racism. They got fined 165 quid, and the team and the, the team with the person or the fan what done the racist chant. Ball into the box, interrupting Mickey, that's in towards Jake Cooper. Shot from the edge of the penalty area, it's tipped over the bar from uh, Jed Wallace, just outside the penalty area there. Really bright start by the Lions. So we're showing a bit of inconsistency here, Mick. Massively. I mean, the team what, what was had the person who'd done a racist chant, and uh, they got they got fined 160, 160 pound, pound, and the team what took their players off the pitch in disgust got fined 165 pound. The FA are clueless. Another call in, this is Conor Mahoney from the left-hand side that's curled toward the far post ball bobbing around there the early early trouble being caused by the Lions but Preston do, do get the chance to break on two minutes it's easy for the FA to blame us because we're Millwall and anything what they want to do it will grab them headlines yeah. and it'll be everyone the media everyone wants it but this whole FA report is just so biased and unreal so we're saying it's a stitch up basically. pretty much Best defence always, dear listeners, is don't do it in the first place, of course. But, you know, um, AMS are following this campaign on, on Twitter, so do tune into their Twitter account. AMS group on Twitter, well worth following. A few Scandinavian tourists come in, in, in line with our Husky sponsorship. We don't mind them. We don't mind any tourists, actually. They're paying their money, come watch the lines. One-two Smith. This is O'Brien coming down the left. He's run into the back of the four, who kind of half clears it. 
Another, uh, that's on five minutes. Another dangerous-looking break by the Lions down the wing. Yeah, today's bench is um, Bartosz Bielkowski, our new Polish goalkeeper, to, uh, Sean Hutchinson, Tom Bradshaw, returning from injury, Shane Ferguson, Ryan Leonard, uh, John Daddy Bode-Farson and Jerry Skalak, who's supposed to be a man transformed during the pre-season. This is Preston just pressing forwards on uh, to tick all six minutes into the penalty on the right-hand side, ball in front of goal, that a little dangerous, clear behind for a Preston corner, right-sided corner, a little moment of um, danger there. These were a dangerous team when we played them um, back in March or February. It was that awful day we got filmed, the Mickey's, Mickey's film that we did. Um, right-sided corner, as I was hitting the 17, swings it into the near post. That's cleared away from another corner. And we had Jeremy Carl stand. Jeremy Carl very weird place over there, the CBL lower. Apologies if you listen to the show and sit in that place, but I found it a very odd location. It's pulled into the middle, it's bobbling around, runs loose. This is a chance for Preston. Hoof clear, hoof clear. Of 20 by uh, Mahoney, 21 7. going to take a little while to get used to the new numbers and new names and faces, dear listeners. Apologies for that. Another ball in from the left. That's going to go from left side corner for Preston North End. Founder members of the Football League, of course. In 1888, the double winners, I think, in the first season. Proud Preston. Invincible team in Victorian era England. One of the major clubs up until, well, probably post-Second World War, really. I think they fell away a little bit after the, the uh, impact of the war. It's certainly one of the big names of, of English football in historical terms, in my opinion. This is going to be a left-sided corner for Preston. Come towards uh, seven minutes, come towards eight minutes. Swung in from the left, that's in deep, punched away by Philly, caught at the edge of the pen. Ooh, volley, headed over, off the line there by one of the Mill defenders, couldn't tell you which one, I think that was, I think that was Cooper. Dangerous volley from the edge of the penalty area, on target and headed off the line. Going to be another call on right, so a little bit of Preston pressure now. My impression of pre-season has been that we looked like a pretty good team going forwards, but I do worry about us in defence, and so far, as the ball comes in again, it's a bouncing around, it's hoofed clear. Once again, we do look a little fragile defensively. Let's hope we can get the goals to take that, make that less of a factor. And it's going to go for a little throw in on the halfway line there. Eight, and a, eight minutes come from nine minutes, dear listeners. Husky chocolate, fuel the adventure. Tried any husky yet, Mick? It was alright, yeah, it's it's nice. yeah, yeah, it was alright. It was alright. Um, like a milkshake drink. Hot chocolate, but ice cold. I think it's only really good ice cold. They um, paddling pools full of ice. Right. It nice so you need, need to drink it chill. It has to be ice cold. Yeah. Are they going to sell it regularly here, or is it going to? Sold in the club shop, and I think it'll be sold behind the kiosk. Hot one will be. Hot one. Yeah, yeah okay. I think so. Yeah. I think it's going to be within the ground footprint. I think it's going to be part of the company that does the catering. So. Right. Right. Here come the lines. This is Conor Mahoney coming down the left on 11 minutes. He's cut inside, fouled by the 29. Little free kick. First chance for a real cross into the box. Bit of bombardment towards Matt Smith, Jakey Cooper. My favourite episode of The Simpsons is bombardment, bombardment, bombardment. Here it comes, Conor Mahoney in towards the far post. That is caught on the head there of, uh, who is that, Pierce? Smith. It was Smith. 12 minutes over the, over the uh, wide and over the bar. Very warm afternoon here, dear. This is cloud is a bit overcast. It was sunnier earlier on, but inside the ground there's a slightly uh, soporific summertime feel when the living is easy and the cotton is high. 
Preston four breaking forwards about halfway inside the Millwall. 14 minutes. All across, back across the park. They 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 outpassed us in the first 20 minutes of the of the game last season. They haven't really done that so far. They have looked dangerous, and we've, um, as you can hear by the ripple of applause, we forced them all the way back to the goalkeeper from that situation. We're 15 minutes into the game, I'd say. Uh, no great chart start. Uh, I'd say no great change of style by the Lions in the sense of we're still going to be fairly direct. We will look for the long ball into Smash Smith and, and the bombardment. There's a little flick ahead of us. He's Aidan O'Brien from the edge of the penalty. He just can't jink his way past the defenders there. But we clear, with the clear out of the dead wood that we saw over the course of the summertime, we've clearly got a new uh, you know, set of personnel that will give 100% and I think that's what was missing last season the fact that players were not giving 100% to the, the manager that's a wayward pass there we forced uh, Preston to give away the uh, throw in halfway inside on the left side of the own half much to the um, approval of the West Upper so we're coming towards the halfway stage of the first half I'd say it's probably fairly even if uh, maybe slightly favouring the Lions as the brighter of the two teams but that said Preston as we said have looked um, dangerous when they have got the ball forwards we've looked more play, maybe defensively fragile probably a better way to put it but the Lions have certainly made a bright start to the 2019-20 season we can tell it's a decent crowd when block one is relatively full dear listeners I, I normally regard this as my little my little paddock with no one else in it really apart from one or two familiar faces there's a lot of lot of um, tourists in here today a lot of newbies good to see good for the club looks like a decent crowd in here today I'm going to guess somewhere around 13,000 I would guess looking at the, the den I can't, obviously can't see the west stand but the rest of the stadium looks pretty full and there'll be a thousand odd Preston down here today so I'm going to guess about 13,000 tell me how wrong I am tomorrow when, when you've got the, uh, the advantage of having seen it online right sided corner Mahoney to take 26 minutes Swung in, swung in, swung in. That's towards Williams. That's taken a thick head. He's given another call on the left-hand side. Two corners in succession for Millwall. Sean Williams to take on the left. Little dinky corner. That's headed back into the mix. Punch clear. False Ben Thompson. Flattened. No penalty given. Looked like he was trying to collect for a volley and got flattened, I thought. And now here comes Preston on the break. Down the left side. Wallace in front of him fantastic defensive work there by Marlon backtracking that would have been harsh if they'd have broken forward from that we've got a goal off of that look a good shout for Ben Thompson getting clattered inside the penalty the uh, penalty area Romeo was having that back wasn't he yeah Romeo was having that Romeo back. wanted that and he got it well good well played Marlon 27 and a half minutes 30, 31 minutes um, game's just got into a slight sense of lull for me at the moment at least it is a warm day there was a um, there's a sense of, uh, as, as I said earlier on, a bit of a soporific feel about the place. There's no spark of um, excitement yet. When we've got forwards, we've, we've looked promising without ever really, you know, breaking open that, that uh, Preston defence. So it needs something, a little touch of magic to come in from the Mill perspective. But we do also need to keep Preston North End at bay. It's going to be a chance for them to lob the ball in from the left side. So we tick towards 32 minutes. We'll stay with it. Then it comes. Deep, deep, deep. Fielding takes very well, actually. 
with, with authority, as they say. Lovely little jink from Ben Thompson to win the ball back in midfield. There you can hear a roar of approval. He finds Conor Mahoney overlapping on the left. This guy looks like he... Oh, into the box. That's 1-0. Slam home from the cross by Jed Wallace. 32 minutes. Mill lead it. 1-0. That goal can be uh, put on Ben Thompson's account. That's a beautiful win back. Little jinky run. He finds Mahoney, who's crossed by his Jed Wallace free inside the penalty area. Who's slammed down. Let's watch the replay. Cross in. Perfectly placed for Jed to slam home on the volley from the penalty spot. 1-0 Mill. Whoa! is what we paid the money for from Connor because it needed a decent cross Ben Thompson we haven't paid for but it, it, that was a critical critical part of that first goal there for Millwall the summertime's Pimbus has been put to rest Very nicely finished by Jed Wallace, incidentally, dear listeners. That was a difficult chance to take, and he slammed it home. I think the goalkeeper got a hand to it, but it was uh, too powerful to keep out the net. So, uh, nicely done all round there by the Lions. That's a good, good start to the season. Some things are eternal at the den. There's the same bit of um, chewing gum wrapper that I put here a couple of years ago now, still wedged into the wall. There's the uh, card that I put last season, the uh, extender Bakerloo line card that I shoved into the... Um, side uh, a panelling on the side of the stand so um, good to be you know it's good that some things are never changing and this show is always going to be here until you know nature takes its course I hope you're all out wide left finds the Preston winger the 16 ball fired into the box there that almost uh, well looked like it was point blank range he's managed to head it over I think ball fired in from the left on 37 nearly 38 minutes found the striker but I don't I think it was so fast that even he couldn't uh, really think about what to do with it and managed to put it over the bar chance for Preston there for sure nice dodge a bit of a bullet I'll tell you we can talk about this husky chocolate Mick but Bovril is the boy that's the oh, kid bollocks, that, that's the bollocks mate I've had a bit of a man flu bug all week dear listeners I think I said to you earlier on but this beefy drink is sorting me out something something proper it's low calorie and I could do with that I can tell you that much you lost about four pounds four and a half pounds you're inspirational you're an inspiration so yeah no more fat cunt so if, if you want to chip, <laughs> if, you want, if you want access to the Mickey Simpson diet do, do contact us at Acton Mill we'll, we'll, we'll charge a lot of money yeah, for it coming shortly via AMS <laughs> <laughs> I can vouch for the Bovril sorting me out nicely well Fielding a um, little bit of news here 42 minutes uh, Fielding's actually leaving the, 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 the field um, injured himself presumably he's, he's hobbling so in comes uh, Bartos Bartman Biakovsky bit of development there for you dear listeners he's certainly walking gingerly off the pitch there Fielding he's done something corner for Preston in from the left hand side that's batted away by Biakovsky and there's the half time whistle Lions lead of the break 1-0 a good display by Mill. We, we, I will put the caveat in there. We've looked a little bit fragile at times in defence, but overall, that's uh, the balance of the half has been with Millwall. Great, great strike by Jed Wallace to put us in front. So one nil Millwall at the break.
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to Octo Millwall. Well, here we are. Dan Goodwin of Lions TV. Welcome to the show, Dan. Thank you, mate. We stood standing by the side of the plaque on Coldblow Lane. Reason being, you're doing a, a little history of the Millwall for, for Lions TV. I am, mate. Got some uh, big hitters on, yourself included. You just give me a little history lesson there, <laughs> which I very much appreciated. Obviously, I went to the den. Uh, vague memories as a youngster. Yeah. And uh, the influential Nick Hart has uh, come along <laughs> and put me right on a few things about where a few things were. Very enjoyable, mate. Yeah, it's going out on the 1st of August. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. It's been a lot harder than I thought. Yeah, I've been following you on, on Twitter and I've seen you've had some uh, Alan Dorney on, yep. on Kevin Bremner and I saw you going around the Isle of Dogs for some of the old uh, historical sites. It's, it's, a, it's a tough thing you've taken on there. Well, I want to say well done to you. Yeah, well, obviously 12 weeks in the summer, I'm sitting indoors eating Haribo's in my pants. I've, you know, I need, I need to keep myself occupied. So That's I thought, an image I didn't want. Yeah, <laughs> you and many others. So I needed to get out and about and do something and... and hopefully give something back to the fans and I've seen these things done before but not really in a way that I would do it and I don't mean better or worse I mean you know it's all over your own style yeah, yeah it's all overlay with pictures where I, where I can get the access to people like you and ex-players I thought why not do it put it all in one and, and really try and give people a sense that even went to the old den or didn't um, an idea of what it was like. The the island was very interesting. The yeah. Isle of Dogs, very yeah. interesting. Much really, changed. A bit yeah. like around here, this is this is totally different. Yeah. Um, was cold blow lane. John Williams, close as it is now, but once upon a time would have been the, the club gates where the, the plaque is that we, we got installed. It's totally different. Um, yeah. Transformed. Transformed. And, and as me and you were talking earlier on, on, on camera, uh, the Isle of Dogs, the last ground we was at could easily be a football ground now. It's got the, it's got the, um, 
it's got the area around the outside, the grass is still there, you've got transport links, you've got domestic commercial. I wonder if Renewal listened to our programme. <laughs> but no, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> South Bermondsey is, is luckily, uh, and I said this in a documentary, it's, it's luckily for, for myself and a few others that we did yeah. relocate south of the river because many of us may not support Wouldn't have followed them. I just want to, uh, Lions TV seems to go from strength to strength, mate. I saw 10,000 followers now on, on Twitter. 10,000 uh, 10, uh, YouTube subscribers. That's more than me. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. it, Fans TV. Not my children, I would, I would imagine. No. <laughs> it's different. It's different. Um, I mean, fans TV is is always draws a lot of comment, but mostly from elderly gentlemen like myself um, and being quite dismissive. I, I, yeah. I, we were saying earlier on. Um, I think it's the modern day fanzine scene. I think you. I mean, you put some out on. Um, I put some out sorry, on Twitter yesterday, and you you retweeted it. It was for a young for a young guy who's trying to try and have a little go on YouTube, and someone commented, and it wasn't a, an abusive comment. He was well within his rights. He said, you know, I don't understand why people do this, and it's as proves with the documentary, it's evolution. It's the next step it's forward. Different. It's, it's different. different. And yeah. in 20 years' time, people will look back and think it's the norm, and think it was weird that people didn't do it. You know, it's, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but it's happening, and, and I'm one of those that chooses to move with the times. Well done, mate. Um, Lions TV continues through the season, obviously. At TV underscore lions I you've got it yeah on, on, twitter. on twitter yeah if you want to give me some abuse that's where i am <laughs> well done dan <laughs> good to see you again mate thanks for coming on the show thank you appreciate it at tongue millwall is the number one millwall podcast except no substitute second half dear listeners no substitutions for millwall so far as I can tell, some speculation amongst our uh, WhatsApp group, the actual uh, WhatsApp group about AOB, Aidan O'Brien's place, whether he's worth his, whether he's worth his place in the side, maybe Bradshaw was, was the talk, but so far nothing on the pitch. It's going to be Preston that kicks off the second half, attacking the away. The Lions will be attacking the Coldblow Lane end. In accordance with English legislation since the time of the Venerable Bede and the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle. Now, there we are. Owls for a handball there, not given. Ball pumped back into the penalty area. This is Preston now on the break. 50 minutes. Classes off a mill, a mill backside and, and hoof clear by Jake Cooper. Preston just keeping Mill a little bit under a little bit of pressure here, but that's a nice tackle there by Ben Thompson. Who else? to win the ball for the Lions gives Jed Wallace a chance to run to it with Marlon now on a run down the right wing nice bit of post he gets picked the line by the 16 the crowd want him off I would say it's another yellow card offence he should go he was yellow carded earlier on I believe but a referee won't he's dodged the bullet there that boy as it is it's going to be a right sided free kick for the Lions chance to cross the ball into the danger zone Hours of derision, that, that decision. 51 minutes, comes towards 52. And it comes into the far left post. Smith goes over. Hours of penalty again. Mill players surrounding the referee. Smith seems to go over like a like a nine pin. Or ten pin, is it? No decision for Millwall. Too far away for me to comment. But I will take the opinion of the cold blow lane in as totally unbiased judges in football matters. Should have been a penalty. 52 and a half minutes. Lions have started the second half in a much more um, purposeful way to what we've become used to in, in recent, you know, recent times. It's been a good performance overall. We do need to cushion that second goal, I dear listeners. 
this is the uh, 57th minute, the, uh, the, the minute's applause for the, uh, the Mill fan who died recently, as advertised or asked for on the uh, Southern News. Nicely done, there's a stadium's worth of applause there. Yeah? I've forgotten that, I must, I must admit, but thankfully other people haven't, that's really nice. continues on the left side throwing unfortunately runs straight into a defender there we do win it back so there's another chance this is um, Wallace from down the left balled it back across the box that's hoofed clear back into the mix and cleared by the pressure defence in the event 58 minutes defensive work there by Murray Wallace, long, long ball, cut a diagonal ball out of defence, he had to chase it down, ball over his shoulder and put it out into touch under pressure from the oncoming Preston forward, they've done well, 59 minutes, good atmosphere, big crowd, 14,000 I saw on Twitter, 14,100 including the away support, 1,200 away fans, pretty good, yeah, that's a pretty good turnout, the, the club have asked for field of den, well, here's the den full up. Right start, but we've been pinned back increasingly as the second half's gone on by Preston. Without any clear-cut chances, I hasten to add. 68 minutes, 22's come out, Aidan O'Brien's coming. I think that's probably the right decision. He's really not shown much this afternoon for me, Aidan O'Brien. Ryan Leonard comes in for Aidan O'Brien, 68-69 minutes. Harry Wallace has done well today, dear listeners. Nice little intercepting header there from a long diagonal ball, 70th minute. He's done a lot of good work on the left side, so I uh, just want to mention his name at this point we might have to uh, think about man of the match at some point this is Jed on the right side he's going to work a right sided corner on the 75th minute dear listeners it's been a little bit um, flat the last few minutes nothing much of anything going on which suits us when we're in the lead but that was a nice break down the right wing there it's going to be a right sided corner kick for the Millwall which Conor Mahoney would take he's been a little bit quieter in the second half than he was in the first half Clearly a player of some creative talent, and it comes from the right side, deep, deep, deep. That's going to go for another corner on the left. Change up front now in the 76th minute. It's going to be uh, Tom Bradshaw, the returning Tom Bradshaw, coming in in place of Matt Smith, who's done a good job for me this afternoon, Matt Smith. I know that um, many people regard him as somewhat uh, an agricultural signing, but I thought he's done all right this afternoon. Put himself about, made himself felt, and shown one or two touches of skill. Uh, this is going to be the return of Tom Bradshaw after that long, long period of injury last season. We signed him, barely saw him, barely got to know him before he was injured. And a good round of applause and a roar of appreciation as he comes back into the den. 18 minutes, the ground is um, feeling a little bit um, quiet at the moment. First hint of people drifting for home. Still 10 minutes to go and uh, any, any injured time that the referee gives. Lions still only hold a 1-0 lead. So the game is still in the balance in my in my book. I know that uh, the second half has been largely quiet. A little bit of um, pressure at the start of the half from Millwall, then then Preston. Since then, it's been largely um, mundane stuff. But Lions don't want to relax. A big part of last season was giving up matches late in the uh, in proceedings. In the last ten minutes. 
this is something we've got to focus on this season in my, my humble opinion 81 minutes it's Colin Mahoney now coming down the left 83 minutes takes his man on he he's, he's looks like the first player I've seen in a long while can actually take a man on and have a chance of beating just as I said that he ran it straight into touch just as I said that I cursed him just as I was praising his ability to beat a man and go past him he ran it straight out like I might do we're playing at Beckton Park tomorrow morning she dealt with by Murray Wallace on the 84th minute needed to be done properly and thoughtfully and he did that and you can hear the applause Murray Wallace my man of the match today actually I think he's done enough to earn that um, that, you know that that, 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 that that tribute I think that he's performed very well he's, he always has a slight sense of makeshift left back, left back about him but he's dealt with a few awkward balls today very well otherwise Ben Thompson stands out obviously always will do and I thought Matt Smith did well up front just two minutes 88 minutes on the stadium clock plus any overtime that comes our way all headed forwards Preston Blair goes down I thought that was a close decision all headed into the uh, six yard zone and the Preston uh, 24 went down I must admit I thought that was uh, a penalty as he is aligns on the brakes is Ryan Leonard he finds pressure on the inside of him but that move breaks down Mahoney does want to win it back to Bradshaw into the penalty area. Shot blocks, runs through to the goalkeeper and clear. I think we dodged the bullet there, dear listeners. It looked a close one to me. Referee didn't give it. So perhaps I ought to take back that damning uh, indictment I made of him earlier on. season, a one-nil win out of Preston, heavy weather for some parts of it, but in the end fully deserved, that's a great win, great goal by uh, Jed Royce in the first half, some standout performances in the first half, particularly by Colin Mahoney, I've already named Chick Ben Thompson in midfield, but I'm going to make Murray Royce my man of the match, that's a good win for the Lions, great start to the season, and a line drawn under all that happened last year, so what more can you want for a, a touch of the status quo? Rock on, listeners! It's the Lucas Ball Report. Millwall kick off the new season with a win. Crucial to get those three points on the board early on. They've done it first time of asking. Um, relatively comfortable in the end. No, no keeper for either side. Obviously, Millwall using two goalkeepers in the end after fielding had to come off. Um, neither of them really forced into many saves. Rudd possibly should have done better with Wallace's goal, but Millwall will be happy just to get the three points on the board early on. And, and things, things already feel like a little bit different when you can get through that first first game without conceding a late goal as the Lions did so many, so many times last season. Uh, I thought Murray Wallace was probably one of the man of the match. Um, excellent, dealt with everything that Preston threw at him defensively, was solid in the air, uh, and, and then uh, offered a few good crosses going forward and supported Conor Mahoney well, I thought. Other than that, I mean, uh, Ryan Leonard was excellent when he came on, Matt Smith did well, Ben Thompson, his usual self, just, just putting himself about and, and doing plenty for Millwall in that midfield area. Um, Preston were disappointing. Didn't really offer much at all. I was, I was 
thinking that they, they might be in with a shout for a playoff push this season, but if they play like that, there's no way they are getting anywhere near that top six. Didn't threaten even Jaden Stockley. I didn't make much use of him when he came on. He couldn't get much out of uh, Alex Pierce and Jake Cooper in defence, but it'll be, it'll be disappointing for Alex Neal, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what he says after that. But move on to West Brom away next week. Currently, Lions. At Tongue Mill Wall, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey. Stay tuned. Big welcome on the show now to Tony Monday, previous caller tone. Welcome back to Acton Millwall. Hello, Nick. All right, mate. Your last season, mate, I think it's fair to say you were um, critical of, of Neil Harris and, <laughs> and the the style of football, I think, probably is a better, the best way I can I can put it. The, the, the style of football and the managerial style, I think, at, at times last season. But today... Um, is it fair for you to say that a line's been drawn? Was that enough, that win today, to, to say that we've, we've made a new start, in your opinion? Um, I'm probably going to be unpopular because I've been looking <laughs> on Twitter. That's, that's why I brought I, you on the show, son. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I saw no difference, I'm going to be honest. No. Soon, as soon as we signed Matt Smith, I, I, I know what we're doing again. Um, and today I saw... We said a bit more battle there today. I thought Mahoney, I don't know how we've got him, because I think he's an actual, you can see he's just comfortable with two feet, will do what he likes, he's a class act. He he's a quality, quality turn, I think, yeah. today. Um, he, he ran out of steam on about 70, and I probably should have come off. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so we got to win, and that's a good thing. But I think the, uh, the result, it sort of, sort of masks things. I mean, we're all happy, we got three points, but, I was sitting there, I'm going to be honest, I was sitting there in the second half, I was bored stiff, Nick. I, I, because it was, we just went deeper and deeper again. And even in the first, I mean, we started well, but it was the same thing. Romeo was getting the ball, oh, he's got no one to pass to. And it was just all lined up at Smith. I, I the same, same I, football. I know what you mean. I mean, it's one of the points, I haven't really listened to my, um, you know, my, my live stuff that I did earlier on, but I think I remember saying at one point, the... The football, there's no change in style. We're not now watching, um, you know, the Brazil 1970 suddenly, or you know, some some kind of new, new, new um, footballing style. I think it's the same style, um, for better or for worse. But mm. the only the main difference, and I, I, one of, one of the things I wanted to put to you was that the the players appear committed in a way that many of the much of the squad weren't for for many reasons weren't committed last year. So yeah. The, the style, yes, I, I agree, is is the same. We hope for the, the bulk of the season we'll see it played with more commitment by this 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 new group that he's put together. Yeah, oh, I can't question that. Um, I thought, you know, I thought they all put no, yeah, nearly all of them put in the hundred um, uh, percent effort. And you say they yeah, would put it up for it. Um, I think you know who I'm talking about. Who didn't? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not sure why he was playing. Um, well, the, the team selection. I, I mean, I, I wanted to to kind of um, talk to you about it because the the team at the start. I mean, apart from Mahoney, who um, clearly is a a star in the making. I mean, how we've how we've acquired him, as you've said rightly. I don't know. He's he had a quality and touch that was a mm. different level. I mean, he, he 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 went past players like we haven't seen at the Den for for many many years. Um, mm. And Ben Thompson, we know about in midfield, and I think he's added levels to his game as well. Um, yeah. But the back line, um, I, 
it was, it, you know, Murray Wallace did well, I thought, at left back. The central defenders did okay, but I, I'm not convinced about Alex Pierce as a central defender, nor as a club captain, because I don't see any. Mm. Did, in the moments that you were talking about where we flagged and it went flat, which is for a large yeah. slice of the second half, there was no on field drive to, to get it going again, to get it get back to where we were. There was no, no leadership, as I would hope I, for. I agree, and uh, I actually thought. The leader at the back line, as you said, was Wallace. He brought the ball out a few times in the first half. Yep. Um, and, I mean, I thought he was outstanding, to be honest. And I've not said that many times about him. No. But I thought he was out. That he looks like he's done a bit of weight. He looks much fitter yeah. than he was last season. Um, but we know he had injury problems. Um, I thought, in the main, I thought we dealt really well defensively, apart from about... 10 minutes in the first half when they seemed to be dropping the ball in the box and we was at panic stations, it seemed. We, we, um, we looked fragile defensively and that was my, yes. my main... I mean, I, I thought we looked a better team going forwards than we did last year. Um, I mean, it remains to be seen whether we've got goals in, in, the, in the squad and that'll mm. be something we come on to. But I thought we, we looked a lot brighter, particularly in the first half, up until the goal, which was, uh, again, was... Um, ben Thompson's work in midfield, Conor Mahoney's cross and then dealt with by, by Jed Royce mm. very well. But the midfield, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I also wonder why Sean Williams is, is starting. Um, he doesn't bring much yeah. di- dynamism. Um, you know, the, the, the starting eleven looked very similar to starting 11s last <laughs> yeah. season, and, and <laughs> apart from Mahoney and, and obviously Matt Smith, who looks like Steve Morrison, but with um, a few years taken off of him, you know, a little bit more mm. pep in, in his step. It's, it was an odd one, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I've, I'm totally, totally in agreement. I saw that I was driving to the ground and I just saw the team sheet and I sort of was a bit deflated, if I'm honest. Um, I saw that Brian was alongside Smith and I just thought, it's, it's just going to be... And it was the same thing. I mean, I think Smith won a great head of flick on in the first half and yep. basically my, O'Brien had one defender to beat and he did what he does all the time. He ran straight into him. Didn't try to jink round him or he just runs into players. He was just hopeless, Nick. And do you know what? I'm not going to make... Any apologies for it? The boy is not good enough. He's not. He's not a middle player. He doesn't give a hundred percent. He runs around looking busy, but he never challenges him for a header. He never. He's got no brains, no pace, no heart. He's not a middle player to me. Um, but we're going back to what you were saying. Um, yeah, I mean, I actually thought Thompson. You said about Williams. Mm. When he's good, he's really good. Yeah. But those days are very few and far between now and um, I thought going back to 4 4 2, I thought Thompson was actually shackled from yes, the players we've yeah, seen yeah, yeah. what he's become. And also, it looked like Thompson of old, but he's not the headless chicken that he once was and he's not making the silly challenges that he was. And so he was okay, but I just felt like he had the shackles on and he wasn't allowed to play. Um, and then, as soon as O'Brien went off and Leonard came on, all of a sudden, it was like the weight had come off of Thompson. And I mean, no, he didn't do anything in particular because we were doing a lot of defending. But he just looked like he could actually move and he could actually express himself a bit more. Um, I don't think 442 is going to work for us, Nick. I'm anymore. hoping, I'm, I, mean, I looked at the bench and there were players on there would, be in, would have been interested to see. I would be interested to see the new Jerry Scalak to see what he looks like mm. because, you know, we, we really haven't seen anything of him. We saw now a little bit more of Tom Bradshaw at the end of the game, but I would have thought he would have started today. 
Um, yeah. I will I will admit, despite the result, that when, when I looked at that team sheet as I walked along from where I parked, walking to the ground, I felt a little bit um, like, here we go again. But um, the result, obviously, will be pointed at by the manager and that that's yeah. all, all that counts in the end. And that, that that's that's fair enough. I thought, I thought Preston, I don't know how you feel, Tone, but I thought Preston passed the ball well without ever really looking dangerous in front of our goal. They had one... They had one volley in the first half, I seem to remember, that was headed off the line. Apart from yeah. that, I don't remember too much from them over the course of the game. No, they were putting in dangerous balls, but they were just making nothing of it. I, I think if you remember last year, I thought the number four today, again, yeah. was their best player. Yeah. And he, yeah. he ran the show last season. He did. He did it. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously, we need to give, us, give ourselves a bit of credit because he actually had nowhere to go in the second half. He did nothing. He could get in the ball, but he had short part it wasn't creating anything because we did we obviously shackled them we so we did do so there's positives to come out of it but I, I don't want to have a season of grinding out results Nick. no no what, um, i mean today was today was the classic yeah. get in front wasn't it i mean we, we got in front yeah. nicely taken goal we did look bright at the start of the game i thought we were we were attacking down the flanks on both sides with with some aplomb you know i thought we were looking good and then the goal yep. was taken well. And then we got in front. And then I kept all I kept thinking was get that second goal, that giving me that cushion, that, that extra one that will take this game out of out of sight. Because all the time it was one nil, you you never really felt comfortable. I, I, I know it got no. it got it got tedious at times in the second half. Um quiet it, as I mm, Yeah. The free kick count must just be through the roof. Because it yeah. was literally <laughs> free kick every ten or twenty seconds. It, and it was, it, it was just so scrappy. And obviously we'd stopped them playing because they are a decent footballing side and we stopped them playing with that way. But is that what we want to watch? Is that what um, yeah. What, no. we're doing, what, we, what we did, and you see this, is that we're just launching the ball forward, clear, and we're just giving them the ball back. So we're just, we're having to go deeper and deeper. Um, I'll just go back to last season. We had 36 games a long ball that didn't work. We went to 10 games at the end of the season where we played the ball on the floor. We changed our shape and we looked at We wasn't getting the win. We got the win against West Brom. Yeah, the, what, the last we, one. But, yeah. we picked, but we picked up important draws along the way and we looked okay. Um, and as soon as we signed Matt Smith, I just thought, we're just, he's, he's, it's almost like, I feel like Harris is just trying to prove a point. Yes. I, um, I, I mean, I thought Smith made himself a nuisance today. I, I mean, I, I, I know I he's, quite like him. I quite he, like him. You know, he has his detractors, and and he's a what can we call him? He's a an agricultural striker. You know, he's, he's a bit like Morrison a, a few years ago in the sense that he makes himself um, a nuisance for defenders. And I, I thought we had one or two touches today that looked quite quite good. Um, but I do, it does lend itself to the the aerial bombardment. Um, Strangely, we didn't see an awful lot of that in the end. We, you know, for, for large chunks of the game, we were sat behind the ball, accepting the one 0 win. And yeah, I guess it's better to be on the winning side than the losing side of that situation. But I, 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 I did leave the, the the ground today feeling that um, it was a solid win, but it wasn't a, an overly yeah. exciting day out, was it? It wasn't. Wasn't there was a big crowd in there today, and we didn't yeah. leave, didn't leave the kids buzzing for more, Tony, did we? No, well, that's it. We didn't. I've walked away from the ground and thought, that's it, three points. And I promise, I've this exactly through my head was 47 points from safety. That's exactly what was in my head. <laughs> and, and I, but I didn't come out thinking, oh, that was great. And that, I, was, I was bored, Nick. And I'm not going to 
like I was bored. No, because no. Because the second no. half was so scrappy, and and you know, and I always, I just think, and I think I said this. I just another point. I did say this to you last time when we spoke. Is that last season teams were targeting our fullbacks, and we made they, we considered a lot of goals where they were putting a ball behind Romeo yeah, or yeah, yeah. Meredith and Wallace last season. They seemed to play the ball inside us and behind the fullbacks. And they targeted that today. You probably noticed it. Yeah, yeah. They kept hitting that long diagonal ball. Yeah, they did. It. Yeah. Test you know it. it must. It must be something that the other teams are seeing. Well, they were trying like to a, test a weakness. Well, I, I think they picked up on that. I mean, Romeo obviously is a, is a more forward-minded player. He wants to get forwards mm. more than perhaps Wallace. But I, I, I mean, I, 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 um, I made Wallace my man of the match today because I thought he dealt with yeah. that specific. Mm. They, they, they were specific, specifically trying to put the ball over to him to test him out. And I thought he dealt with yeah. one or two long-range balls, balls that are coming over the top where he couldn't, you know, he had to keep his eye on it and run back at the same time with a man in attendance. And he dealt with it very well. So I, I made him as my standout today, uh, personally. Oh, I thought yeah. he did very well. Definitely. Definitely. I was definitely the best player today. Um, no doubt. He was like, I just, I actually laughed at the end. He looked like Roberto Carlos in the last <laughs> five minutes. He knocked, he knocked the ball over the forward dead and run round the other side and, and brought it out. And, um, yeah, I thought he did very well. But, uh, again, as I say, it wasn't great but it wasn't terrible. I mean, it was it was a step up on a lot of the home games last season. Yeah. So that in the fact that we were solid and we did battle and that, but again, there's no great excitement. I saw the I saw a stat in the week saying that we'd only had four players who'd scored twenty plus goals in the what I was going to call it the second division. Yeah, yeah, second over, season. Yeah. Over, yeah. over how many years? And I don't see how we're going to get playing the style of football we are. Unless we get the midfielders on the ball, knocking it wide and getting the crosses in continuously, we're not going to have a 20-goal strike in this season. No, we're I mean... playing off a scrap. Tough day for, for Aidan O'Brien today. I do agree. He's, he's, I, you know, I, 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 you can't have many more starts if that's going to be the kind of performance we're going to get from him because um, Bradshaw will be itching to get into that team um, and work with Smith. That must be, that must be um, you know, uppermost in Neil Harris's mind, I hope, next week at West Brom. Um, one final thought, time before I leave you. Um, yeah. Do you think a line has been drawn on the last season now, or is, is the jury still out for you at the moment? In the sense of, we've cleared out the deadwood, the uh, the bad apples, the bad eggs, or whatever, whichever way you mm. want to put it. Um, question marks for you still over Neil Harris and his management style. Given to well, I, I was just going to come to that. I actually, I mean, you picked up on it at the end of last season when he said, there's just, just an arrogance. I loved him when he was arrogant as a centre-forward <laughs> for us, because he was great. But he's got this arrogance about him now. And I, I'm struggling. To, I love him, obviously. He's a club legend. But mm. I'm struggling to warm to him at the moment. Because at the end of last season, he said, oh, you, you said you picked it up on it on your podcast. And you said, he's come out and said, oh, it's because the players, this is why we've been so bad. He didn't question himself or the portion any of the blame of last season to himself. No. He didn't question no, his tactics and no. nothing. It was all about the players. And do you know what he's done? I, what I didn't like he's done this week is what he's done to Fred. He's, he's come the, out and said, oh, he, he, wouldn't didn't, play. he didn't want to play. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, yeah. he didn't want to play. Uh, and then, but he thought, oh, but he's a lovely lad and I really like him. And I just thought, you just chucked him under the bus. Why don't you say why he didn't want to play? If you're going to come out and say it, Explain why, because there's a reason why he didn't want to play, Nick. 
I, I, reason. I mean, it's, it's speculation, isn't it? I mean, we we, we, we all know he got, um, you know, he, 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 his last performance was where he, he did the, uh, the the dribble through the step yeah. over and stepped on the ball and, you know, so much much hilarity around the den because it was like Fred almost in a, in a nutshell in that moment. I would imagine he's got um, taken some, uh, some, you know, chirping from the sidelines after that and can't, maybe don't want to listen to it anymore, maybe don't like it, maybe don't want to play at the den for that reason. That was about April. He brought him back in January. I don't understand that. In, I don't understand that. He brought him that. back in January. The, he did, when he brought Thompson back, yeah. he didn't even play him for the first three games. No. He brought them boys out. They were thriving at Portsmouth and Wickham. Brought him back and he didn't play him. I mean, obviously, Thompson came in and then he did great. Um, I just didn't like what he's done this week. If you're going to come out and crucify the boy like that, yeah, he's thrown him under the butt, basically. Um, just say why. There's got to be a reason why. We seem, um, I mean, they, that was about April when he did the little step overs, and it, and it was, you know what, it was his final thing because it, it was yeah. like a moment of hilarity yeah. over there, and it was almost like he became a joke figure, a clown figure. But yeah, I'll go back, Fred. He's the only time he's ever had a run in the team was doing the Le- Leicester Cup uh, when we beat Leicester in the cup. That cup run, he had a run of a couple of months, three, and I thought he was brilliant. Apart from that, he's always had one game here, a start here and there, or he comes on for 10, 15 minutes, and yeah, he's not done it. I mean, when, he had the, when he had the run, he was, I thought he was great. I mean, we've signed some, what well, I, 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 I think, I mean, we saw Mahoney today, he's an exciting talent, the kind of player that you will cross the road to go and watch. Um, I mean, I, I hear good things about, um, is it Jason Malumbi, the, the youngster that's come in? Mm. Okay, you might not start him in a game like this today, but... These are the players on Jury Scalak, who I, I, I did see on, on the uh, the YouTube coverage of the preseason. These are exciting players, and yeah. you've got to put you've got to get the buzz going back at the den, Tony. And I, those are the players that I want to see because when I was walking to the to the ground, um, there was a slight sense of deflation, as you say, because there's a touch of the same old, same old. I want to see I want to see the Malumbis. I want to see yeah. the Scalaks in full flow. Sure, I want to see Ma, Ma, Maho, Mahoney. And I also want to see a bit of Bradshaw because he looks like he's a he's a finisher. That's the kind of side I want to see develop. I'm hoping we'll see develop over yeah. months yeah. ahead. Although Bradshaw didn't have much to do when he came on or whatever, he was chasing everything that he. I just thought he's more like Gregory yeah. than Aidan O'Brien will ever be. Um, and that's what I'm saying. He was just chasing everything down. And I thought that's what we need to do. We need to put them under pressure. We're going to knock the ball long. But as you said, we've got these exciting players. I want Harris to prove me wrong. Yeah. But I actually think Harris has got one style of play and he's trying to, he's stubborn and he's trying to impress it on us. This is how we're going to play and it's his way or no way. I hope he proves me wrong. And I hope we do change. We've got exciting players. But to get those exciting players, we need to get them on the ball. We didn't get Mahoney on the ball half as much. Get him on the pitch and, and then get him on the ball. I think. The, 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 yeah, get him on the get pitch. On the pitch. Yeah, you're right. That's, um, Tone, it's always good to talk yeah. to you, mate. Um, perhaps we'll have another conversation about a month's time okay. uh, <laughs> and, and review where we're at with this because um, obviously it's a good solid start to the season. It was a win, yeah, and forty-seven more points, and we're safe. Um, but no, I, I, I do agree. I, I do, I do think that there's, there's, um, you know, there's work to be done, and we, we've got the, uh, we've got the ammunition now. We've got the players. Let's start mm. seeing them. Let's start getting some, you know, let's put the bums on the seats because of the style and brand of football that we're playing. That'd yeah, well, atmosphere was great, by the way. I thought the atmosphere was really good. The support was right good behind crowd. the team. Yep. Um, yeah, and Fo- no goal music. 
fantastic. Big thank you, Tony Monday. Thank you for taking time out, Tony. Good to talk to you, mate. Cheers, mate. All the best. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. Achtung, Mehlball. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.